All right, welcome back. Episode 10, Aaron. So sticking with our theme of not going chronologically throughout the Bible, today <laughs> we're going to cover Aaron. Um, so first, we should just go back and do Adam. Right. We, well, But then we have to go forward, right? So if you haven't heard about Aaron, um, Aaron was Moses' brother, and he was very integral in Moses' life. Um, he was born in 1574, and of all of the research that we've done for this, this is the first time that I've actually come up with a solid date. Yeah, I couldn't find a date. Um, <laughs> and I don't, I don't know why this one was so definitive, but his birth and his, in, or his birth and his death were like, recorded, like they, they knew, yeah. right? And so, um, I think maybe it was traced back because of their entering into Canaan, um, and they knew before that and they knew how old he was maybe it's because he was a levite and levites because they work in the in the tabernacle they would have kept better records records I, yeah. I don't really know why i just know yeah. that like there was almost no question in the research that i that i found there was like no question at all about what year he was born it was hard set in stone 1574 bc <clears throat> so aaron has four sons he is a levite he's born in egypt uh, and if you know anything about Moses. Moses was also born a Levite in Egypt, but Moses was hidden in the basket. Uh, we'll at some point talk about Moses, I'm sure. Right. Dropped in a basket. Aaron wasn't. Um, the Pharaoh passed a decree that all Israelite boys... To be thrown into the river. Yeah. That, to be, that was the decree. To be killed. So obviously Aaron was born before that, so I don't know what time that pa- he made that decree, but it happened after Aaron, before Moses... And then you don't really hear a lot about him. He's raised traditional Jewish, right. whereas Moses isn't. We, yeah, because Moses is what raised in a palace, <laughs> right? So, and then exiles himself, right? The next thing the Bible tells us about Aaron after his birth is when he's called, right? right. Um, God calls Moses to be his leader, to be the prophet. And Moses gives excuse after excuse after excuse, and yeah, he tells him. Simultaneously, right? I mean, I guess the Bible will dissect, you know, what Moses did and then Aaron's calling as well, because right. at the same time they were given the word, is the way I re- interpreted right. that, was that they both got it. Moses didn't do anything at the time period. and Right, and yeah. Aaron immediately answers the call. Uh, Moses' last argument, I guess, right, uh, is that he he's not a good speaker. And so that's kind of interpreted now that he's got a stutter. Tongue. right. Aaron's original call is to be the mouth, right? He's he's going to be the voice of God for Moses, basically a leadership team, right? Throughout um, the Exodus out of Egypt, it's kind of the same thing. Um, Aaron's Aaron's the mouthpiece of the Lord, whereas Moses is the and Aaron was eighty three. Moses was obviously a little bit younger, yeah. But eighty three years old, and the Lord's calling you to (laughs) yeah go. Go get his people out of Egypt. Right. Right? 83, I want to be retired. No joke. The other thing that I noticed about Aaron is that he's a, he's a staff user. So he's the Donatello of the Bible. Right. Uh, yeah, he's got a staff. Three out of the ten plagues were introduced through Aaron, not by Moses. Aaron's staff's thrown on the ground to become a snake, at, which is documented in the Charlton Heston movie. Yeah. Um, which is hard because man, that's that's what I see when I when I think of Moses, I see Charles and Heston, and I'm like, where's his gun? <laughs> so we're not going to cover the Israelites in Egypt. You've all heard the story of wandering through the desert for 40 years mm-hmm. uh, after leaving Egypt before they get the Promised Land, which is like at best 10 day walk. I mean, realistically, 
Yeah, looking at a map. You look at the it's map, it's 10 pretty days. Pretty amazing. So yeah. the best way I've heard it put is that Israelites needed 40 years of teaching. Right. Which is kind of kind of speaks to us today. Okay, so how long is it going to take for you to, to listen? You know, <laughs> How stubborn um, are you going to be? And uh, part of it, I think, is that that's why Moses is the leader, because like, we see Moses... Not like arguing with God. Hey, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, this is why, this is why, this is why, this is why, this is why. Aaron didn't do that. Right. Aaron immediately said, He, he obeyed. Okay. Right. You want me to do this? Okay. He I'll accepted go. that call immediately. Huh? I'll go. And he showed up <laughs> probably about the time Moses was saying, Well, I'm a bad speaker. Right. And Aaron comes in and says, What's she talking about, Willis? I'll do the talking. So, uh, either way, I we, got this, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we see as we go through this that we, we see a clear leadership pattern set. As they leave Egypt, you have Moses as the leader that they look to, but then Aaron is the high priest. You could say high priest. Yeah. I don't think that the, he's coined the high priest until later. Several episodes back when we talked about Barnabas, I mentioned that there were three roles in the church, priests, high priests, and Levites. Right. And so Aaron is appointed as the first high priest when they're at Mount Sinai. Aaron's lineage, is that's passed down to him. So... I said priest, high priest, and Levites, but realistically, all Levite or all Aaronites are Levites. They right. all come from the tribe of they Levi. Vermont. Yep. They and do. then um, priests and high priests have to be from Aaron's lineage. So that's thanks for not emailing us about that. <laughs> While we're like day fifty or so. Yeah, about fifty days after they left Egypt. Okay, so fifty days after they leave Egypt, we get to Mount Sinai and. We see this really, really pretty symbol, uh, especially for us living out here in the Pacific Northwest, right. surrounded by mountains. Um, if you imagine a mountain, you have the the base, the the flat area at the around the bottom of the mountain. Then, as you begin to try to climb to the summit, you get into like the rough, steep terrain of of the bottom part of the mountain. And at a certain point, you reach a tree line where the mm-hmm. oxygen is actually reduced enough that trees can't grow anymore. Right. And then beyond that, you get into the snow cap and the ice where then it's really hairy because not only is your oxygen low, but it's really, really cold. There's snow, there's ice, it's really slick. This is where technical comes in. You get really, yeah. Right. I'm not a mountain climber. You yeah, are. I am. Yeah. I've so, climbed half a mountain. So your your base camp right. would be where? Would be a, right at the tree line. Okay. Yeah. So Because if you're going to summit, you're going to base at the tree line and then you're going to summit and then back down to the tree line. So in trees or at, right out of trees? Right out the edge of the tree line. Yep. Okay. Yep. So so still just enough still enough oxygen that it's right. you're not Yeah, you you're not going to spend suspended time at the top of the mountain. You're going to spend your most of your time at the edge of the tree line before you summit. Okay. So success rate from base camp? It all depends on your training right. and what you have. I mean, if, you know, if your technical difficult your technical training is superior, then you're going to make it to the top. Let's say five out of ten people make it to base camp. Okay. Two out of that would probably summit. Okay. So yep. you're eliminating half of the population mm-hmm. to get to the base camp right. and then another half of the population. If, you're, if you haven't done right, the correct training. Okay. So so we see this paralleled in this story. Mm-hmm. So at the very base of the mountain where everybody is free terrain, yep. you're at the mountain, you can see the top. It's pretty. For us, it's Mount Adams. You can see Rainier from here, but you can't see the whole mountain. Yeah, Mount Adams is definitely the full view here. Um, if you go to the, if you go across the mountain, you're in Seattle. You can see Rainier. It's really pretty when it's not rainy. Yeah, so it was beautiful. Throwing today. that out for my friends uh, <laughs> in 
on the west side. So anyway, if you can visualize this mountain, you have you have the Israelites at the base of the mountain mm-hmm. where it's it's an easy easy walk. They're walking around. They're just hanging very out. Very little obstacles. You know. Probably a little bit more challenging than the people that are living in the plains. Right. Yeah. Um, so that very little challenges though. From there, you get into that rough, steep terrain. You get some rocks. You get some some crags. You get streams. Yeah. Whatever. All of that stuff. Fighting through the trees. Thick underbrush. You that's, can maintain there for a while. Right. That's yeah. where the Levites are at right. in this picture. And then from there, you hit that tree line where it becomes instantaneously more difficult because of the oxygen level. Right. That's where you've got Aaron standing. And then from there, through God equipping him, right. Moses is at the top. In the snow. On the on pinnacle. The yep. Standing on ice, standing yep. on snow. Hearing, receiving from him. Receiving directly right. from God. Yeah. And so for for me, when I'm reading this, I, I saw this picture and I you can see the mountain like a food pyramid almost and you see all these all these steps on there and it's just it's a really beautiful picture. Because I like it, it. Because it not only gives you a reference that we're familiar with, but it also shows that the closer you want to be to God, the harder you're gonna to have to work to get there. Would you say harder or more intentional? I think it's I think it's harder. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be more intentional. I mean, if your intent of the heart is there, then it shouldn't be hard to serve God and do what He's asking you to do if mm. you're being intentional about what you're doing. That's just that's just Britain. Britain, uh, I think, not a book, not a book in the Bible. I think you're still going to have struggles, though. Yeah, I think, and there's going to be, and not maybe not every day, but you're going to have, um, you're going to be more exposed above that tree line. That's true. That when yeah. or the, when the enemy's throwing fiery darts at you. That is true. You don't have a tree to hide behind. That, you don't have a tree. And and I think a lot of that becomes you get this, you get to a point that you're out in the open, mm-hmm. ex- especially in le- like leadership, church leadership. You get out in the open. Yeah, that and, is true. And there's, yeah. there's nothing to hide behind. <laughs> um, you get all the same temptations, maybe more because right. you're more exposure. But, but there's not a, hey, I made a mistake and I can go to three friends and um, and and apologize, it goes away. But right. now it's, oh, well. It's 3,000 people. Yeah, but you're on Facebook on every yeah. Saturday yeah. or every Sunday. You know, some pastors can't walk through a golf course without being recognized. Tom. So at the mountain, we know the story. Moses goes up 40 days to the top of the mountain. Does he tell them that he's going to be gone 40 days? He does. He tells them that he, that he is going to be gone 40 days. So what the, what's weird about it is as doing the research, they started counting the day that he left, not the next day. So their 39 days ran out one day before his actual 40th day is the way it's explained. And I was like, that's oh, a, wow. That's a message right there. So he was counting from, hey, I'm leaving. I'm going on my trip. And so the next day was one, two, three, four. They counted the day right, he, he started. And then, bye. Okay, that's day one. Man. So they were day off. One day. So they're day off. That's and, what a day makes. And they don't have any patience at all. The difference a day makes. He's yeah, he's a day late, right? He's a day late. They think that he's dead. Yeah, I mean, I, that he's not coming back. It's the only I mean, thing that I can he assume. left them in the desert to yeah. die. I'm sure the way that they've complained about everything else. Uh, and we're not. I'm not knocking them, but not always the best listeners. So uh, they get to that 39th day. They think it's the 40th day. He's not come back. They, well, our gods abandon us. Our leaders abandon us. Make us make us an idol. We gotta right. worship something. We, got, we have to worship something. And he so, went to get us something to worship. Now we have to make our own. And so they they have Aaron. Aaron's the priest. Mm-hmm. So Aaron, he's the next level up. Aaron says, "Go get the gold from the women and kids." Yeah. <laughs> and what do the men say? 
It's not going to happen. Not that will the never women aren't going to do it. They will never give up their gold. <laughs> right. And so we talked last week about the importance of a strong Christian mother, and I wonder if maybe this was already set. You could probably look at it that way. Uh, maybe the women were stubborn, but I think maybe it was— Maybe they knew better? Maybe it was women have a little bit more clarity from God sometimes. More intuition. I would call it women's intuition. So they say, well, the women won't do it, so here's our gold. Exactly. And so they melt they melt this down. Aaron makes a golden calf. And there's some debate on whether Aaron actually makes the calf. Some people think that he didn't. I learned the Quran ve- speaks very highly of Aaron. In, like he would not have made the golden calf? Nope. Okay. He didn't do it. Actually, I think the, the text says that he didn't do it. And when Moses came down, Moses finger pointed at him. Like in in different words, like, obviously. Well, you were in the you but were said charged. That, said so. you're you're the one that did this, and he said I didn't do this. They, I don't I don't know. They but, overtook me. But yeah, there's a there's a lot of there was a lot of references to the Quran. Yeah, uh, Muhammad very very fond of Aaron, um, which I thought was different. I didn't know that. Yeah. So um, I don't know what that significance is, but there's some some significance there. So so he makes the golden calf. Moses comes down, breaks the tablets, gets mad. It's a huge deal. It's a big um, deal. Lot, a lot of people killed. Yeah. I think there was a plague. Aaron spared. It says in Deuteronomy, Moses had inter- interceded for Aaron. Right. Um, so Aaron spared. Pleaded based, for his life. <laughs> yeah, based on his intercession. But that's not the end of that story. Um, there is a correlation. Uh, we Everybody knows that Moses didn't make it in the promised land. Aaron didn't either. The year before they make it into Canaan, which is quite possibly mere days before they, they make it into Canaan, Aaron dies. So we see this parallel that they missed it because they counted the day that he left as opposed to the, the next day. So you're probably looking at a mere hours of them building this calf and Moses coming down, mm-hmm. and then a mere days. So you have this correlation of 39 to 40 days and then 39 to 40 years in the wilderness. I think that's a, a big statement that we should remember. And that's obedience outweighs intercession. Yeah. So Moses saved Aaron's life here through intercession, Mm -hmm. but he still couldn't get him into the promised land. Could not get him to the promised land. So you have to you have to have obedience, and that's probably all the time that we have today. Tune in next week for the conclusion of Aaron. Thanks for joining us today on Salt and Rock. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to us at saltplusrock at gmail dot com. That's all letters S A L T. P-L-U-S-R-O-C-K at gmail.com. If you'd like to become a contributor to Salt Plus Rock, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com slash salt plus rock. Once again, all letters S-A-L-T-P-L-U-S-R-O-C-K where you can give a contribution as small as $5. Hey, every little bit helps. 